Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. And we welcome you into a special Friday by week edition of Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet here on 850 ESPN Cleveland. I'm Jason Gibbs. Coming up today on this special bi-week edition of Cleveland Browns Daily, you'll hear our new podcast that features our players, our coaches, and our front office people. It's called Dogs Only, and on today's show, you're going to hear the podcast featuring Anthony Walker Jr., Rodney McLeod Jr., linebacker Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, and defensive end Obo Okoronkwo. It's a fantastic four-part podcast. You will hear all of it today on Cleveland Browns Daily. You'll also hear from our kicker in an exclusive interview with Nathan Zagura. Dustin Hopkins talks about his first five weeks as a Cleveland Brown. And then before we get away for the weekend, you will hear from the head coach of the Cleveland Browns, Kevin Stefanski, on the week that was and looking ahead to the remainder of the 2023 season. Those are your hot topics of the day. Presented by Vivid Seats, an official fan experience partner of your Cleveland Browns. I'm Jason Gibbs. Sit back, enjoy the day. We hope you also have a fantastic weekend. I know no Browns football, but still a lot going on around the area. Festivals and a lot of things outdoors, indoors. We hope you have a happy and safe bye week. I'm Jason Gibbs. We kick off everything after this quick timeout. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily. It's brought to you by BallyBet, a sports betting partner of your Cleveland Browns, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Elk and Elk Serious Lawyers for Serious Injuries. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO for your free case review. Elk and Elk, a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. I'm Jason Gibbs. Welcome in to a special Friday bi-week edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. Coming up, you'll hear from head coach Kevin Stefanski. Also, our kicker, Dustin Hopkins, in an exclusive interview with Nathan Zagura. Right now on this special Friday edition of the program, Time to hear from our Dogs Only podcast and hosts Anthony Walker Jr. and Rodney McLeod Jr. They're joined by linebacker Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa and defensive end Obo Okoronkwo to discuss what it was like growing up overseas. Here's part one. I'm Rodney McLeod. I'm Anthony Walker Jr. And you're tuning in to the Dogs Only podcast where we'll be taking you through special stories and getting to know us a little bit better and connecting with our teammates. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Um, today we got co-host Roddy McLeod. Yeah. Two guests. Say y'all name. Obo and Kronko. 
Yao Usu Kwamwa. All right. See, <laughs> Jeremiah Ernest Yawusu Kormo. JOK for the people okay. that don't know. Yeah, you can mm. call me Beezy if, if that's easier. Yeah. We got we got to start with the names though. Yeah. I want it complicated. Yeah, we got to start Why? with the names. Why though? That's cool. You see <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, I don't want to complicate it. I, I more so want to get the authentic, you know, root of what I actually am, you know. Our names mm-hmm. are our functions. It's it's you know, what really makes us us. So I don't want to get up here and say something that, you know, I may not be, especially when I'm talking to my guys. You know? Yeah. These are the guys. You know, yeah. it's, you know can, I, can love, I get love, some, love, some love, love over love, here? Love. You know, just to yeah, start us off. Yeah. Shout out to Mike. Okay. Yeah. No, nah, but I, I, I love the, the names, right? You know, I, I think, you know, when you grow up uh, in an African household, big on tradition, yeah. right? And I feel like names have meaning and have value. For sure. So is there a deeper meaning behind Jeremiah and Ogo? Yeah, like, sure. what's, yeah. Give, give it first. So my name means favor from God or favor from the Father is the direct translation. Dope. Dope. But, yeah, so my name just means favor, you know, because I'm blessed and highly favored. My parents just want to speak that onto my life, mm-hmm. and they did. You hear? Yeah. You <laughs> yeah, hear? <they> did. <laughs> uh, which one of the names? It, it, it really depends. We got time. Go to, we, got time. Time. we got time. We got time. Because <laughs> I want to. I want to know where the earnest come from. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the earnest. Well, the earnest. So in our tradition, um, in Ghana, uh, specifically with the Khan people, you'll have each name has a specific meaning. Of course, the first name Jeremiah is more of a biblical name uh, that roots from Yedim Yahu is the Hebrew term, and it means that Yah will exalt mm. or God will exalt, lift up to lift up. And then, of course, you have Ernest, which is my great-grandfather's name. You give somebody who, you know, is coming in just into the world a ancestral name. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have Yao is, you know, the name for my um, my crop. So it's my soul name, right? So my soul name is basically, you know, named that I, the, the day that I was born. I was born on a Thursday. And Yao really is like one who is like firm or courageous. And then you have a Wusu, which is more of the, the paternal line. And that's um, really means determination, et cetera, et cetera. So it, it's a long breakdown, but that's that's the. Mm. Uh, that was cool. You know, mm. That's the uh, basic substance right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. rooted in substance. Yeah, that's the quote of the week right no, there. Rooted in substance. So Would how you, we get Rodney McLeod? How we get Rodney McLeod? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm naming after my father. Same, okay. you know. That's it. Jr. Yeah. That's it. Jr. Same. You feel me? That's same it. with you, right? Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Like, I, like I don't know if a third is gonna happen though. Wife shut that down. Oh, yeah. Man. That's same. all good. That's another story. Oh, that's. <laughs> 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 what do you think? You can nah, have another one. No third. Yeah. Why not? No, I don't. I don't know. You don't want. You don't want the tradition to continue. You want to nah. give him his own story. Yeah. No doubt. I think yeah. that's what it is. I think that's, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Especially now, that pressure, man. Yeah, yeah. Especially coming from Rod, Rod the third, that's going to be tough to follow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rod the third, he's that's so great tough. over there. Yeah, it's greatness yeah. over there. Too much greatness. <laughs> chill, chill, chill. Yeah. big shoes. No nah, man. Uh, but honestly, like, you guys, Ghanaian home, Nigerian household, uh, Talk about the dynamic, the family dynamic, like the the ins and outs, like growing up, the parenting, the culture, the food, the food, like right. We man, we yeah. want to hear it all, <laughs> man. Like, and, and you want to start? Well, I, I think at least to start off with, I think Obo grew up in more of a traditional home than maybe I did. I I grew up more in a Southern Floridian. Um, I grew up specifically with my mother, 
my mother's not from Ghana. My, my mother is from Florida, but um, I did have, you know, kind of like a duel growing up. I, was, I did spend a lot of time with my father here and there, but I think um, in that Ghanaian-ness that you see really in me is, is a lot of, you know, self-evaluation, self-study, um, along with going back, you know, asking the elders, asking, um, you know, some of those who may know more about the culture, some of my family members that's already in Ghana, my father taking me there. Mm. Uh, that's come from that, not necessarily my growing up. But uh, for me, my household was, you know, a traditional, uh, you know, I would say Christian, but it was it was more so like uh, like a very um, disciplined. My, my, you know, I grew up in a military household. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if anybody can relate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was very disciplined, Pentecostal, Baptist. Mm -hmm. You know, dancing in the spirit, speaking in tongues. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. type of household. You know, we didn't really have no denomination. We was just really bouncing. Uh, to church to church, whatever church had the most, you know, family vibes. the family vibes, mm -hmm. and that's the one that we went mm -hmm. to. So that, that's kind of the, the summary. Oh, whichever mind. one, you know, yeah. got out the latest, huh? Most definitely. <laughs> no, but really, it seemed like we, we went to the one that was the longest, man. Yeah. We, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. different for yeah. Jay. Like, yeah. his folks, they yeah. like, man, we in yeah. it. Like, yeah. we want to be in there for a while. No doubt. So they school, for both services. Yeah. <laughs> but it goes to like this. Like my mom, like, you know the scripture and they say like um, you know, you raise the child in the way he should go mm -hmm. and he should not depart from it. Mm -hmm. She kinda took that very seriously. You know, she used to break it down to me like it's twenty four hours in a day. And people say, Oh, well, they're raising their child, but they're really not because you know, you need eight hours. Mm -hmm. You go to school for eight hours, you so know what I'm saying? You ain't got much left. Yeah. yeah. And then you got after school program, that's mm -hmm. four hours, right? Yeah. And then how many people really, two hours to eat, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And how many people really <laughs> sit down? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ain't got much time left. Yeah. You may got two hours a day, an hour a day, and how many people sit down with their children then? Yeah. So, you know, they, that's, a, that's, a, that's a deep, that's deep right there. Yeah, that joint, that joint crazy. That's deep right there. Yeah, we. Okay, look, I don't, I don't got as a. Uh, as a decorated upbringing, it's your own though. But yeah, I, I grew up in a traditional African like household. Parents were just super strict. Wanted me to make good grades, come home early, just you know, do the right thing, go to church. You know, uh, I was a skateboarder though, and they hated that. You know, they, why is that? I mean, skate culture isn't really like <laughs> skate culture, Nigerian culture. It's like free spirit, yeah, right? You know, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm coming home at like super late. Yeah. I'm, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm my clothes all ripped up. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, <laughs> got my vans on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But they they <laughs> see all the, like they see like holes in my no shoes for me just swiping all mm -hmm. day on the board. So they didn't like that. So when I actually started playing football, they, they, they sort of, they only cared about education. So mm -hmm. when I started playing football, they were just like, oh, so you're skateboarding. And then football is like yeah. another distraction from school, you know, so yeah. I had to hide it from them initially. So then I guess until I got a scholarship, mm. I wasn't, I was just like, you know, put a little envelope go. down. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. real. No then look, when they like, saw it, like, oh, your, your tuition is being yeah. paid for. Really be right. What yeah. can they say? They were yeah. like, yeah. what's your first game? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how it went for me, though. About your skateboard after that, huh? I know, I still I still dabble now, you know? That's just that's just who I am now at this point. I remember, I remember when we was in Ghana specifically, uh, Ogbo, you know, spent a lot of time at the skate parks. And I'm like, why you keep going skate? <laughs> <laughs> nah, because, like, I just wanted them to know that, like, over here, like, yeah. like you saw how I connected with them. Nah, Once yeah, they saw yeah. me skating, like, it was, it was like, we was here. Yeah. I still talk to them now. Really? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Who introduced you to skate? 
um, the skateboard. Like, how that? How you? I think I was just a big fan of like Pharrell, you know, skateboard P. Yeah, you know, gotcha. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like Lupe Fiasco. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, Neptunes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I was that type of kid. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, seven five. Yeah, come on, Lupe. come on, Jay. I was okay. like the only one in my area skateboarding too. Yeah. Everybody was like, what, "What are you doing?" What are you like, doing? Everybody yeah. was hooping. Everybody was, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. why are you doing that? So when did you start playing football? Uh, I'll say. Summer going to junior year. And how did that come about? One of my coaches was just like, so I had a growth spurt. I was like 5'7". When? Like my sophomore Stop year. Stop playing. That's why I was like 5'7". Like <laughs> the summer went by. I came back to school. All the coaches was like, like, <laughs> like who's this? So, so they kept trying to get me to play. And I was like, at first, I, I didn't really vibe with like, you know, like really just with Structure. athletes, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm a skater. Yeah. You know, you know that little, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm not, I'm not really trying to be around like a bunch of jocks for real. Yeah. You know? Then I went and then everybody no, look, the, I started kicking it, everybody yeah. was cool. Yeah. It was a little family, you mm -hmm. know. So yeah, yeah. it was just like my skate family. It was like my, my football family. Yeah, football family. Mm -hmm. So yeah. everybody brought me in. I yeah. sucked really bad though. I I, I was nothing. Like, <laughs> I was out there not doing nothing. nothing. <laughs> like it's funny, like I, I started actually playing for real because one of my friends got hurt. Mm -hmm. He was really good. He got hurt and they just threw me in. They're just like, you know, just hold it down like until he gets back. Yeah, hold it down. Then Man. I started going crazy. So. <laughs> I started going crazy. I can't then. even imagine yeah. playing football that late. Like, but I actually yeah. got a question for you. Talk Growing up in, in the Nigerian home, uh, I see you got tattoos. Yeah. How did the parents take the tattoos? I mean, they hated it. <laughs> did you hide them? No, I didn't hide them at oh, all. Okay. No, yeah, I don't. Yeah. yeah. I'm very like. When, uh, you get, when you get your first hat? 14. Oh, wow. Sheesh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, no, they, 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 they was hot. Yeah, they <laughs> no, hot. like, ready to kick me out. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you think you grow? Oh, you think you grow? Everything against what we stand for. Yeah. Man, and, I, and I felt like I was... I was a rebel. Sort of, yeah, you was a I rebel. I was doing that on purpose. Yeah, yeah you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was that, doing that on purpose. At that, at that <laughs> Super time, rebel. That's yeah, <laughs> at that time, I was just like, you yeah. know? Just, yeah, yeah, I remember a few times I even mentioned it tattoo. Mouth smack. Watch my mouth out. Oh, we you. you can't even mention those no, tattoos. It rings neither. Oh, yeah, it was up. Yeah. Man, I think I came Man, home when one I got, time. Hey, when I got my you had earrings. The magnet, you had the magnet. Well, I had the magnet jump. What? Hey, when I got my earrings, I was, hey, I remember that whooping. Like it was yesterday. I remember that one. That's I don't even crazy. want to talk about it, but yeah, it, yeah. it, it was one of the ones. Well, yeah, we all we all had to do something. Yeah. I mean, I got, I did, I, I got my ears pierced without my parents knowing. They were mad? What? Dog, I'm literally, I go get my ears pierced. I had one with my best friend, one of my best friends growing up, had his mom give me to get an okay, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Because yeah. obviously, underage, so you got to have a, a guardian signed off. So that happens. I, I'm hiding it. I told my dad, though, he was cool. My dad and my mom, dad separate was homes. Cool? Yeah, yeah, separate homes. Okay. So then I'm going out this around prom season. That's why I got it. I need the earring for prom. I'm getting ready to go shopping for the fit. I kid you not. Like, I've been hiding it like forever. I'm in the passenger seat. My mom just happened to look right before we hit the highway. She was like, What's that in your ear? And I used to have just like a little stick in there Smooth just to hold, just to hold the hole. Yeah. Dog, she hit the U-turn so fast, mm. did uh. 80 back to the crib, <laughs> got there like two minutes. It was, yeah, it was a wrap. It was a wrap. I kept it, though. I still had it in prom. Still on it. was looking good. Still on it. Was there someone was worth it? Yeah, it was worth it. Yeah. It's interesting how those experiences, like, make us kind of, like, 
know, think about like, man, like, even if, you know, we, we kept being rebellious, even if we kept, you know, doing the things we wanted to do, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we kind of grew more of a love for our parents. Yeah. You know, after those yeah, moments. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh-huh. It's like, well, I could, I could really understand why you, you know, wanted to implement what you wanted to implement. You know, you could kind of make that connection even even though, yeah. you know, you still re- rebel. You still was in the wrong you know, hands. Yeah. For, sure. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was rebellious. I was not. <laughs> My dad said, no, I, nothing. Yeah. It was no... Yeah, yeah. So that's coach. Nothing. That's coach. Hey, he in control of that playing time. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. control everything. <laughs> no, for real. Everything. I, mine wasn't necessarily too rebellious. Like I, like I would do things, but then I correct it after. I mm-hmm. never make like a mistake like twice. You know? mm-hmm. like, Same I, thing on the football field. We appreciate that. But I think, but again, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like a lot of those lessons, you know, the smaller lessons make up, you know, the, the whole of the, of the of the art piece. You know, so I think, you know, even when uh, you know, we talk about like the upbringing piece, uh, being a rebel or doing something that's that's wrong. Like I feel like I was obedient. Like I, I remember I called my mom the other day, and uh, somebody was basically telling me I was a, re- a rebel. And I called him like, mom, tell, tell him, you know, I want to, you know. She was like, my baby was good. You know, my baby was a, a, a good man growing up. So I think a lot of the times, like I may view it as a rebel. I may view it as like disrespectful sometimes. But then, like, really, you ask your parents. I'm, like, I'm, I'm curious. Like, if you ask your parents, like. You know, how I was Obo growing up. They, they mm. probably say he was a good child, yeah. great child, yeah. right? Yeah. At the end of the day, you know what I mean? They'll just say, like, I have my own mind. Yeah. That's all they'll say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think it's important, too. Yeah. Man, talk about that. What's the food? What was the food like? The food? I yeah. Guess I start you know, we were talking a little bit before. See, there's, you, a, lot, you had, there, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of parallels, and, like, you know, we cross over a lot, you know? <laughs> but but Nigerian food is definitely different than Ghanaian food. Is it sure. better or different? I mean, perspective. I think it's way better because I went to Ghana with him uh-huh. and I ate. So the food one, no, no, no. I would have said the food. It, it was cool, but it was like look at JLK. Like, look at his face. Watch this. It was like this, like <laughs> like they will tell me like, oh, in Nigeria, this is like don't try to compare like before mm-hmm. I ate it, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm going into it thinking, okay, this is like when my mom made this yeah. and I'm eating it, I'm just like, nah, nah, you want <laughs> like, to I'm like, cool, <laughs> but. But I'll say this, the jollof rice, it was it was good. It was decent. But see, it wasn't like what you see, let, let me let me tell y'all yeah. something. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> let me hear about <laughs> See this this is where it really comes down to, right? Mm-hmm. So, you had to sit up for this. Uh, you know, because I had to sit back. So this is the principle of, of criticism right here. Or the principle of evaluation. Okay. Right? So he grew up in a Nigerian family, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. With homemade Nigerian food. Mm-hmm. He comes to Ghana to evaluate. Let me see what the Ghanaian food looks like, and it's getting what restaurant food. No, okay. Watch okay, this. Okay, restaurant food. I went local mm. now. Just don't do that. <laughs> Watch this. So he said he went local, but even the locals know how to make mass foods. They got to figure out some a technique, something to do that they can make the same amount of food, the same taste, right? Food trucks, mm-hmm. etc. Now. You may be a little biased now. I mean, I mean, let's try to keep an open mind. mind. Everything that we like that's spicy, they like it sweet. You mm. know what I'm saying? I know that, like, that's yeah. It was okay. just different. Like, yeah. like Nigerian yeah. food is really hot, and their food is really like yeah. Like, we got some we got some spicy some spicy dishes, but I, I I see what you're saying. I actually don't really like spicy food. Yeah, you like know. the jollof yeah, rice, like it was yeah. sweet. Yeah, I actually I, don't. Like, like, that was different. And some people make them spicy. Yeah, you know, so it, yeah. it's you know, I think it's a multitude of different opinions. You know, different. Ways to cook the food, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. What's your, what's you, what, how are you constructing your plate? Like, if, if we had an opportunity 
And Chef was like, look, JOK, give me your he best. He's vegan, though. He's vegan. Nah, so it's a little different. I'm talking about this This it's, for us, though. This is for the people. Yeah. We want we want some Ghanaian food. Yeah. We want some Nigerian yeah, food. Yeah, what, me, you tell, yeah, yeah, what you telling them? Vegan, what you telling them? I'm going to have to go build them. I'm going to have to go build them. Okay, but for us, though. But for us. I got you. For us. But don't force them to be vegan. I'm not forcing them to go vegan. Oh, this what was saying. on your plate growing no, up? No, let me that go first. <laughs> but see, this is what they want to hear. They want to hear me say a bunch of like chicken and yeah. fish. Yeah. They want to hear go. I would recommend that. I'm gonna let Obo go. I right, see me. Look, if if y'all came to Nigeria with me, we gonna yeah. go. We gonna go to my mm. crib. But I ain't gonna take you to no restaurant. We mm. gonna go to my crib. Ooh, ooh, that's that shot right there. That's a shot No change. My mom gonna make you some fufu with a goosey soup. You know, y'all, y'all never heard of that? No. Oh, it's it's like real spicy. You got some nice vegetables. You can get your choice of protein, chicken, goat. Okay. You can put it all in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then on the side, we're going to have like some jollof rice. Yeah. Probably put some spicy chicken in there. All right. You know, it's real dry though, so you need some water. <laughs> <laughs> What else? No, see, see, he so painted, like, he painted that pitch. Like, okay, he got me curious. Like, I'm, it's, it's interesting because remember the example that I gave prior to about the evaluation? Mm-hmm. First thing you do when you go to Nigeria, where you go? Come to his crib. Mm-hmm. First thing you do when you go to Ghana, where you go? I tried. I told you, take me where you live. Well, my, 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 my house is a little far. Yeah, it was far. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you did far. try. You did try. Yeah, yeah I did. tried. You know, we, we, we was on we was in far Africa, and like we had to stay on like the itinerary, and it just wasn't on the way. Yeah. Part two of our Dogs Only podcast featuring Anthony Walker Jr., Rodney McLeod Jr., J.O.K., and Oba Okoronkwo, is up after this quick timeout. I'm Jason Gibbs. You're listening to a special Friday edition of Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Bally Bet, now in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Bally Bet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. The Cleveland Browns, avocados from Peru and Meyer want you to enter the ultimate football sweepstakes for your chance to win a 2023 Ford Lightning electric pickup truck, a VIP tour of the Cross Country Mortgage Campus, or a $1,000 Meyer gift card. Visit your local Meyer location or clevelandbrowns.com slash avocados for more information. Now, time for part two of our Dogs Only podcast, featuring Anthony Walker Jr., Rodney McLeod Jr., Jeremiah Awusu-Koromoa, and Obo Okoronkwo, as Obo and JOK detail their experiences of working with NFL Africa. Let's get into it, NFL Africa, you know? That was a great, that was one of the best chess of my life. How did that come about? What was the experience like? How is it being in the NFL and going back over there? No, 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 we ain't doing that, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. That was a good, yeah, that was a good little, yeah, for sure. Should I start with that? Yeah, start with that. Um, he wanted to know, like, because he said y'all been pretty cool for, for many of y'all play, you know, y'all play with each other, y'all, y'all bond Pause, off though. the field, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, so if up. you had the yeah. opportunity, you know, to come with NFL Africa to I'm Ghana. coming. He's going to pull up. I'm coming. Okay, that's okay. it. Okay. 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 All I needed it was the yeah, camera. Yeah, I'm coming. That's it. <laughs> come on. Last I already, year I, had I already told you. I had a couple, you know. Conflict. You know so it was last minute. It. You know you last minute too, so don't do that. You I know. I see. That's what I don't need though. I, I need those. I need the date now. well in advance. I need it now. Cause right. I know you. Are, I already talked to you in the locker room. When did I? When did I ask you? We could. We can invest. He got the date. He oh, you, me, wait. He just told me we're going. A week in advance. We're going in a week. I, I just want. I just he told, wanted, I just, he told me. Know. Look. He said we're going in a okay. week. We about to go help our kids in Africa. I said. Look. Look. And I, I cleared it. 
Thank you. Help Kids in Africa cleared it. You, you, so you, you had something planned? Yeah, I did. Okay, I, I, did, I did. That's all. It's, it's about the value. Hey, you got a wife? Hey, look, look. I, I got a girl. A wife. No, I don't got a wife. Oh, look, look, look. It's different. So it's I different. even look. Look, look, I cut my London trip short and then mm. ended up going to Africa and mm. flying and doing the rest of my trip from mm. Africa. Mm. I made it work. Got you. PJ? Yeah. <laughs> different. PJ. Hey, look, that was NFL Africa. That was us. First class. I'll be there next year. Okay, so what was, what was the question? Nah, <laughs> NFL, NFL, NFL Africa. Africa. Mm-hmm. Tell us yeah. about, you know what I'm saying, that journey, that experience, Man. the why behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, tell them the why, and I'll tell them a little about the trip. Yeah. Well, I think the why really stems from a place to, to build a bridge, first and foremost. Um, you know, we have a lot of 100-plus, maybe 120-plus um, NFL, you know, stars, NFL athletes that are um, have their ground roots uh, somewhere or originate somewhere mm-hmm. um, on the motherland, right? Whether it's Liberia, you know, Nigeria, whether it's Ni- Nigeria, Ghana, uh, Li- you Ivory know, Coast, Ivory Coast, mm-hmm. right? Um, Cameroon. We have a lot of uh, you know athletes that are from Africa. So I think NFL Africa making that transition to really uh, focus more on developing uh, you know youth that's in Africa. Will, will, I think, first and foremost, build a bridge. And secondly, I think that, um, well, I think my journey is a little bit different in reference to the NFL Africa. I, you know, I, I more so had a, um, you know, an aim in reference to, like, education uh, while I was there mm-hmm. uh, because I have a nonprofit called Inqua, and I do also solo trips to be able to... Uh, yeah, you went a couple, like a month before couple, Yeah, went yeah. a month before they went. Mm-hmm. But uh, specifically for NFL Africa, I think first and foremost it was to build that bridge and then um, and the bridge in reference to the players here, the players there, the youth here, the youth there. Yep. Uh, you know, they started flag football as well mm-hmm. um, there. And we had, a, we had actually had a team from Ghana come from... Uh, they played in uh, Yeah, Vegas. they played in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, you you see that well, transition that we that we coached and we did all yeah the we, we coached over a few of them yeah, at the, uh, they had the eagle stuff on which yeah, is crazy yeah, but yeah. <laughs> you know it was cool uh, but yeah the, the main reason was to to really build that bridge to um, you know being able to expand the diversity in the NFL uh, not only that but you know once you know a lot of the youths get over here and they may go to university you know provide mm-hmm. more opportunities for them mm-hmm. uh, you know. And what we call global global networking, right? Uh, to be able to go to a different country uh, to you know gain education, to gain resources, and to be able to help the community or the the yeah, be able to come uh, back and help yeah help the community in which yeah. you came. So, but that that's the reason why I think that NFL Africa did that. Um, now you know we can go a little bit deeper on, yeah. on, on the. So we yeah. had a camp. We ran like a combine. It was about a, about a hundred people uh, from yeah. all over. Yeah, and then. Yeah. Um, Camp was crazy. Like those dudes are athletic. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. talking like freak athletes. Mm-hmm. Like we had to, well, me, Jeremiah, and Uchenna and Quiddy, we had to pick out of those 100. We picked five. Wow. Yeah. To play, in to play in the NFL. Yeah. yeah. So out of the five we picked, I think three out of five have recorded a sack already. Oh wow. <laughs> tough. Hey, that's yeah. tough. Oh, in the preseason. That yeah. was like two years ago, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's tough. That, that is <laughs> tough. Like real life scouts. Yeah. No, yeah. for real. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And the other, he's uh, he, he started left tackle uh, for the Chiefs, Chiefs. in the preseason. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they doing well. Yeah, they're, they're really yeah. Good. yeah, they're really really good athletes. And they and they get like a year of development. I think they go to um, there's I think there's a training facility 
I believe you go in London. In London, yeah. I, I went. Believe. Remember, I went right after. Yeah, it's a training facility there, and and, and it, it really just stems from uh, the age groups is really matters a lot. You know, mm. whether they're from sixteen to you know eighteen, mm-hmm. they may have opportunity to train and then go to a university. Yeah, uh, but if they're from like nineteen, twenty, twenty one to like twenty three ish, they'll go to like a practice squad and, or and something. It, and like it's really that. crazy, like. Yeah. Dudes that we met in the village, like a year later, just watching them suit up in the NFL. Yeah, no, that's no, crazy. It's so crazy. Yeah. They super excited to see you too. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, no, that's oh, like, How yeah. is that combine constructed? Like, is it oh, the combine you know, that we know it to be? It's like it's here very in the states. Similar. Very similar. Like you know, as far you know, resources, resources a little different. But, yeah. But very similar, just the combine that we went through. Yeah. Forty time verticals. We did one on ones though. Okay. You know, JOK got out there. This is. What's up? No, you got right out of there. Hey, Tried you for real. Tried yeah. Me. Yeah, I had, I had to pull some old tactics out on him. Yeah, but he, he was one of the better it ones was, though. It was mm-hmm. Piato. Yeah. It was, it was P.I.? It was. Yeah. I, I didn't call it the I was the rest. Hey, well, I was moving. <laughs> I was by. <laughs> hey, hey, he was fast. Moving. Nah, I, I think it really stems from just, you know, a lot of those guys, they see an opportunity, they want to take it, mm-hmm. um, and they value the opportunity. Yeah. You know, sometimes we may have an opportunity uh, here in the States. We look at it like, oh, I may have another uh, yeah, one. You know? Yeah, know. But, but then for them, it's like, this, this is it, is it, right? So, uh, and for them, you know, you provide an alternative, and they're going to take that alternative. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I cross-examine it all the time, uh, specifically with my nonprofit. It's like, you know, it's easy to tell you know, a young brother to get off the streets or, you know, tell him to, you know, stop selling drugs or whatever but he was doing, you're not right? helping him, you know. Exactly. If you're not giving him an alternative, it, it, mm-hmm. it means nothing. It's like, mm-hmm. well, okay, if I stop this, then what? No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think that's really what the opportunity is. It's like, okay, well, I'm doing something here, but shoot, if I, if I miss a day or two, you know what I'm saying? I got an alternative here, and I see this as really my only alternative. Mm-hmm. So they go real hard, man. They... Uh, real competitive, you know. They talk trash. They you know, they, I mean, some of them speaking, you know, tree. They, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it was you know? crazy because it was like a bunch of different like African countries. So that's they, the thing. It so won't just Ghanaians. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they were speaking. Everybody was they speaking. Speak their own language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a lot of translators there. It's funny. Uh, yeah. Is that all through NFL Africa? So I think they did one in Kenya this year. Yeah. Uh, we had my year was Ghana. Uh, they had one in Kenya. I think they're going to South Africa this year. So they're going to different, uh, yeah. different African Africa. countries. Yeah. Okay. Some of the ones that are, are Everybody a little bit more to, developed. To, the, to, the yeah. one to that one yeah. spot. And yeah. do the combine and mm-hmm. stuff. And they do That's the combine. Crazy. How's that selection process uh, to gather? To, like yeah. a who? Yeah. O- OC does it with... Um, what, do what's, delete. What's, uh, so, uh, so Ghana was a little bit different because OC, obviously I'm in Ghana. OC kind of reached out to me. Hey, you know, what are some of the players you think that are, you know... Gotcha. Are elite? So I had a camp before that. Okay. So a lot of the players that I had in my camp, I had mm-hmm. about 150. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I want this guy to come to that, get this opportunity. I want this guy to come to that. Yeah. You uh, had some good picks too. I had some good picks too. Yeah. Um, but that's you know, a lot pitches. of this OC man, he been doing this for so long, man. He got these guys coming from Nigeria that's like six five. No, hey, bro, no. And, yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking about it, like, cause we all do camps back at home during the off season and stuff like that, especially like in the states or whatever. Like people being from Miami mm-hmm. or like Rod being from, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supposedly good football, but yeah. you know, yeah, come on now, we don't, put some respect on it. I'm PG just saying, in the building. Yeah, right? I'm just saying, but play um, solid football, solid football. <laughs> we, we know, but um, you know, like, what if we did that? Yeah, you know, because mm-hmm. we do youth camps, like you know, yeah, kid, little kids, you know, middle school, no, no, not high school, but yeah. find some kids, find some 19, 20, 21, yeah. you know, that yeah. could still play because I know a lot. See, but but the difference though, I think, like. The raw, like, athletic oh ability. 
that. Dude like, did not just you know, do that. I'm just being honest. No, he did not he just, just do that. No, bro, look. I'm just being honest. He look, did look, not look. just do no, that. No, look, 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 look. We pulled up. It was like five, six, five DNs running four fives. Like, like you just not going to go to PG and find that, right? Whoa! This, this, the disrespect this, is You're not going to go to Miami and get it. Why okay. you come at me first? <laughs> Why to you come this way first? You're not going to, like... <laughs> no, I don't believe you just said it. No, it's like... It's, no, there, there's, a, there's a difference. But, and what's the difference? But this is the difference. Because I need to know. Yeah, no, this is the difference. The difference is... Oh, okay, so I did a camp in Ghana. Mm-hmm. I did a camp back in the States in my hometown. I'll tell you the 7-5. And I, this is different from my, from my point of view. Um, when I did the camp in Ghana... It was more focus. It was more urgency. Uh, urgency. Uh, now, now, now. now. Not even just now, but like, yo, I'm trying to, I'm attentive. I'm listening no to doubt. exactly yeah, yeah. what no you're doubt. saying. No yeah. At home, I do the camp in Virginia. You know, it's similar urgency, right? But because there's m- more distractions, because there's more things, they play the game, they get, right? In Ghana, like, their day-to-day lifestyle is athleticism. At the bucket of my head, I'm maybe doing something... You know, that's, carrying that's this, right. carrying that. Mm-hmm. I may be a shepherd. You know, yeah. we got guys. Yeah. Uh, a lot of guys are traditional. Uh, Work with their hands. We have some obosufos, mm-hmm. uh, which is like a hereditary healers. So a lot of them are like doing a lot of things with their body nonstop, day to day, day to day. It's the same thing, you know, in the United States. But some guys may say, yo, I'm trying to be a rapper. I mean, I'm trying. You may have a lot yeah, of too many alternatives. Like, like you said, said it's too yeah, many yeah, alternatives, yeah, right? In order to add yeah. to that, it's like, I, because there's so many alternatives, you probably already have got that opportunity. You're not going to find like a 6'5 dude who's never been approached to play basketball. Yeah, yeah, like, football, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you see 6'5 dude in the crib, yeah, you're like, yo, you, like, you like, play ball? You know what I'm saying? And you had the high school where the football is. Yeah. You had the high school where the basketball is. And these guys, like, they've never had any opportunities. Like, they were just diamond in the rough. Like, we found, you know, like, it's the first time being, like, seen as. Yeah. That, and, and I think and they I really gonna cherish. They really gonna the cherish, cherish opportunity. the opportunity yeah. and, and what you have to say mm-hmm. too. And, th- and this is what I don't want. I don't want to paint a picture of uh, the brothers that we're talking about thinking they all in poverty. Like no, not you at You all. got some royals that are also yeah. you know yeah. uh, into the camps. Mm-hmm. Some that are already like well, te- they already have well technique. They've been training. Uh, you had a few of those guys, yeah, right? Yeah, you, and you so, can tell. Yeah, and you can yeah, tell the ones that have actually been training. You may have some that's coming from you know. South Africa, some that's coming from Nigeria. And, and the yeah. ones that played basketball, you could really the tell they, they already kind of got the basics. Yeah, yeah, very polished, yeah, yeah. You know? uh, Basketball is pretty, pr- moving pretty well pretty, through, yeah. through, mm-hmm. through yeah. Africa. Yeah. Uh, not yeah, American football at all. Good job with that stuff. Yeah, NBA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's good. It's real good to see, man, like, you know, what you guys are, are doing, bringing exposure, you know what I'm saying, and this sort of um, opportunities over to your countries, you know what I'm saying? These these are your people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes a long way, and it says a lot about each of you, you know what I'm saying, and, and who you are. Uh, and, of course, uh, you know, you, you going over there uh, and being a part of NFL Africa, like, just what 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 is it, what has it meant to you to be a part uh, of that for, you know what I'm saying, these past two, three years uh, since you guys have, have been going over there? I mean, it's been really important to me just to be able to, like, make a difference, you know? We got, we got like, Rod coming out now, you know? Like, I know NFL Africa, at the birth of it, we didn't, they, they thought it was going to be more just, like, players from Africa, you know? So that for, like, if you came, that would be such a, you know, it would just show so much growth from, yeah. like, where we started, you know? It's just mm-hmm. getting so much bigger. More people in Africa are going to get opportunities. So, so I, I love it. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's a stepping stone. I think that once um, 
people are starting to see it more, then uh, guys will also go back and do more camps, right? Let's yeah. say we had 100 plus players, right? Mm-hmm. They do more camps, but not only just camps, but to do something that's more sustainable. Yeah. Uh, maybe take four or five, maybe 10 guys and develop a program for them to stay in touch with them every month. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of like doing one camp and just leaving. Leave it, Correct. And then it's done. And then it's over with. Um, yeah. Or doing something more sustainable in the community, uh, such as maybe a water well mm-hmm. or seeing if we could do some solar panels, however mm-hmm. that may look like in reference to the benefit of the area that you're doing it in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, NFL Africa is, is great, right? Um, but to find something that's going to stick with the community um, and give to the community instead of just, you know, maybe, hey, I'm going to evaluate this guy, come and play also, over here. Yeah, you know? And also yeah. give, like, the community something that, like, is self-sustainable that they can, like, have without yeah. us having to always come back. Exactly. You know? Correct. Right? Yeah. Um, and I think it stands for education. Uh, so one of my aims is to get a lot of the guys here, whether it's Cleveland Browns in the field, uh, and have them contribute. Because I, I want to have a, an academy in Ghana, mm. right? Uh, not only just any academy, but a problem-to-solution yeah. academy, right? Mm-hmm. And something that is stemmed from pure education, but for the education of the benefit of the people that's involved mm-hmm. and not more like, uh, you know, just an education and just in the broad sense. You know, you go to college, you don't figure out what you want to major to, yeah. like, fourth yeah. year. You know, not that, but more so aimed to... Okay, hey, you got this this issue. You know, you got, you know, an environmental issue. You may have a you know gender based issue, whatever that may may look like, and trying to solve those issues instead of just kind of making it very, uh, you know, broad or a- abstract. You know, so yeah. I, I think that's what I think that the and what NFL Africa has done for the maybe the lift off or the stepping stool for other guys to be conscientious and be conscious of I think what's what's needed there. So yeah, yeah. Time for a quick timeout when we come back. More from this Dogs Only podcast featuring Anthony Walker Jr., Rodney McLeod Jr., J.O.K., and Obo Okoronkwo. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, a sports betting partner of your Cleveland Browns, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily. Brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Browns fans, Express Beer, presented by Bud Light, brings the same facial authentication technology used in Express Access to beer purchases in the stadium. Dedicated Express Beer stands are the fastest way to get a beer in Cleveland Browns Stadium if you're 21 and over. Go to the Tickets tab in the Browns mobile app to learn more. I'm Jason Gibbs. Welcome into a special Friday bi-week edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. Time now for part three of our Dogs Only podcast featuring Anthony Walker Jr., Rodney McLeod Jr., Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, and Obo Okoronkwo. The guys go over their pregame fits and why they choose what they do to wear on game day. We grow up, and, like, you know, you give back. You know, I give back in my community, but it's, like, it's a little different. Like, yeah. I want to see it. Like, I'm, I'm excited to go now because I want to yeah. see it, like, yeah. and then, you know. See, yeah. like, we also got, like, you know, we did, all, we did the camps, but we got to, like, just, like, connect, like, with our ancestors as well. Mm-hmm. We went to, I don't know what the area is called. It's called uh, Cape Coast. Yeah, we went to Cape Coast. It was known Coast. as the Gold Coast during the slave time. It was, like, where, like, I guess the... The biggest like slave trade, like I yeah. So I don't want to speak wrong. Yeah, yeah. I don't. You know. Yeah. yeah. yeah so it, it was one of the major areas. Uh, the area was um, in past times called Elmina. Elmina was uh, known as a, a very, you know, broad and kind of one of the first areas. You know that the Portuguese went um, 
you know, to learn how to work the ships, to learn how to work the trade routes, and, mm-hmm. um, and really show up, you know, in mercy to a lot of African chiefs and leaders. Uh, contrary to what may be the, um, you know, the narrative, they kind of showed up like, hey, like, you know, we want to learn from you at first. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, of course, they established a huge castle there. It was a church underneath or above the actual slave dungeons where, like, the blood and, you know, the chains. So we could talk about that. But it, it, it is a very, like, high-energy place because so many um, of the slaves has passed through that area. Yeah, we got to visit, yeah. like, the actual, like... The dungeon, yeah. yeah. That's deep. Yeah. yeah. They, they deep over there. Yeah, like, but that's yeah. Cra- like, so for me, it's I, crazy. I, I, it was, it yeah. was an experience. Yeah, like, for and sure. going to doing, being a part of like NFL Africa would be my first experience over in Africa. Is that same? Um, yeah. so, so, you know, there's something that has been near and dear on my heart. Yeah. I've been trying to, you know, get there, and this is definitely give me a reason yeah. to, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, the right reason. Because I always wanted to go. Yeah. And it yeah. was like, all right, like. You can always think of a yeah. reason not to, right? No doubt. Like, yeah. or why not? Yeah. Or I would go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But yeah. this is where, this is our roots. Yeah. Yeah. This is our but, ties. Mm-hmm. Like, it's important. Like, I think, especially like when more guys are starting to come, you know, Meek came, and, you know, it's yeah. becoming like more of a, a you know, a, a more vibrant place to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I tell people all the time when they go to the land, do something cultural first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do something traditionally rich first instead of maybe going to the capital city he, near the he coast. Made, he made sure that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, go, go in the middle of the country. Yeah. Usually towards the middle of the country, maybe northern of the country is where a lot of the tradition may lie. Of course, the coast as well. Uh, but get away from the tourism a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I, really, I want to immerse myself. Immerse like, yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. In that environment. Don't, don't stay yeah. with him, though. Go with him. Don't <laughs> oh, <definitely laughs> don't he can't, yeah, he can't stay. Well, he yeah. said I can't stay because I ain't vegan. He's going to have you know, types of temples and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, he's saying, hey, yeah, he will. He will. Just be he will be connected, man. You know, so I definitely know who 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 I'm gonna go with for yeah. sure. Make sure I, I drop the right names. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I can't wait, man. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one this year. Okay, right. what's that man. on the screen? Oh yeah, gotta oh, talk about, gotta talk go. about it, gotta talk about it. Oh wow, yeah, this, which, this first, style. Which, which one y'all favorite? I ain't gonna that, 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 that first one right there. <laughs> hey, this one. I told him. That I said that might recent. be that might be the best one I ever like, seen. Like, I gotta move out the way when he. Comes no, through. no doubt. That was tough. I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah. you, you came with something that. Was, yeah, like, that's you general. You felt the way. General. You felt the way. Ooh. You could tell by the by the by the face structure. No, you like that. Different, different energy. Yeah, no doubt. It's a like, it, but it's a different energy yeah. that comes with each one, though. Correct. Okay, go ahead. Let's go. You know, about of course, the kente is more the, the uh, traditional, the more yeah. near phaseos, and dear. Right? You see the phaseos? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I threw the G phaseos on just to connect the the, the modern, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't yeah. want to get too far, yeah. you know, ancient. I like, but, the, uh, I like the colors in that one, too. Yeah, the yeah. prince. The prince is. That's Shit. Senegalese, actually. That's not Ghanaian. That's Senegalese. Did you wear the one that they, the f- they made us in Ghana when we were out there? That's the one right there on the right. This one? The right? Yeah. The yeah, first yeah, yeah. one? Week one? The right one is the Ghana. They, okay. Yeah, they, the they middle made, one. They made some for us when we went out there. Okay. Is the Senegalese. Uh, yeah. and, and then the left one, of course. You was all business on is, that one. Is a, you know, I call it my, my, my Asiatic fit. Yeah. I might got to go week one fit. That was, yeah, yeah. Week one fit. It's like, Some it's just real, just tradition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like, the, I like the accessories he had on. My dog had the gold oh, on, too. Yeah, he I, had a little dance I with it on the way. Yeah. I feel Yeah, he was stepping. I like, I like, I, I'm going to, of course, go with the first one. Uh, but no, I like that, the, that I like the third one because... Yeah. And it's the more of the crown. Yeah, the crown for sure. The crown, the sun, moon, star is definitely... Uh, and we seen the wrist too, like you know, uh, the gold on the wrist. The wrist. Elite now, we, we saw that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So this has been uh, something that you've obviously thought about and, and you're putting the emphasis on this year. Like what? I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I like I never really sat down and was like, yo, I'm about to, you know, wear a bunch of like, you know, garments or whatever. It's just like, you know, like you know, it wasn't more like it was more like on the fly. It was like. This what I'm gonna wear this week? Yeah, this right now. This, yo, this on the fly. <laughs> on the fly. These are just in the closet. Each one of these. What's this? Those not every day. Hey, I'm hey, telling you, right. on the fly. Like, on the fly. I wasn't like I'm about to plan this out. Uh, this is actually from a brand that I'm about to come out with. I won't supposed to say that, but you know I'm, I'm, I'm gonna mean, let y'all live. This one on the left. Come on, this is pop. Drop it. This one on the left is a brand I'm coming out with called Ibrabo, and Ibrabo is like a mission. It's mission in it. Shanti mm. Tree. Uh, so you'll, you'll see. <laughs> you'll see. <laughs> You're not gonna see that 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 symbol nowhere. That that's that's custom made on Canva for me. For real? But yeah, you, yeah. you already you, you got the trademarks and everything. I ain't got the trademarks. Yeah, you got it. That's why. That's why I get it. Because somebody gonna try to. That's why. Yeah. You know, I got a guy in Ghana to make that outfit for me. I need that. Is that a different guy? That's got. No, it's a, that it's might, a we might have to get okay. that for the for the SB. I got more. Yeah, I got more. Brian, you know what I'm saying? We step it. Red carpet. And that what? What's it called? Uh, well, that's not called a bravo. The car. The the. the uh, no, your brand. The brand is oh. called a bravo. A bravo. A bravo. A bravo. Obo and a bravo. Yeah, I like that. Oh, funny boy. Nah. Can we get some photos of this? Nah, 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 nah. It's all about this. This is about you. Rudy. You know, oh, we know how old we seen him on GQ. Oh, yeah. So, so what's up? You not trying? You not trying to rep? You know, I did. I wore one last year. So no, we, no, this year, this year, this year. I mean, I just haven't, I didn't go. Yeah, you got to keep up with JLK. Yeah, he up 3-0. 3-0 right now. You're right. 3-0 like, for the... Again, he, he, he needed to just send me the, you know, send me yeah. the Taylor's number. I got some, I, I got some for him. I got some for him. Yeah, you know, I, I need y'all to, I need y'all to support my, my stuff, my, man. Look, first week, look, come on. But not many people can, not many people can do that. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> not, not many people... <laughs> are, are willing to, to step of, out, like, to step out and be confident and they when they scan their heritage, like, like their culture. It's like, like it's what, on them. That's what I wear. Like the culture is on them. I got you. I got you. The culture is on them. And the NFL though, that's that's like empower yeah. like that's powerful what like, you're doing. That's what like, nobody... we have like family gatherings, this is what we wear. And when we go to church, this is what we wear. That's tough. You know? Yeah. It's like this like that's the I know the I know the DMs going crazy. Now you putting it on tape. Every week. No, you putting it on tape. DMs looking crazy. You put it on tape right now. Hour one is in the books. More coming up here on this special Friday bi-week edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. Coming up in hour two, you'll hear from our kicker, Dustin Hopkins, also the head coach of your Cleveland Browns, Kevin Stefanski. I'm Jason Gibbs. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, a sports betting partner of your Cleveland Browns, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. For nearly a century, the Rumpke family has operated one of the nation's largest waste and recycling companies, providing top-level services to residential and commercial customers. That's Rumpke Waste and Recycling. Visit them on their website, rumpke.com, to learn more. Now, time for the final segment of this Dogs Only podcast featuring Anthony Walker Jr., Rodney McLeod Jr., linebacker JOK, 
and defensive end Obo Okoronkwo. The guys, take your questions. Have a listen. Hey, couple, we got a couple questions from the fans that we want to ask y'all. They got a couple. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, you know, some none. I'll start off with the first one. Uh, if you guys had to pick one guy from the team to be your bodyguard, who would it be? This is from Ryan underscore Frazier. So the one? Nobody's gonna try him though. But he like then all the time. Like six eight, like three three ninety. He like then all the time. He wanna sing. He wanna laugh. You gotta be like he starts singing. It might be over. That's what I'm saying. They gonna be like, oh, oh, go ahead. Oh, you can try him. Nah, yeah, let me pick somebody else. I probably, you know what? Oh, why? I probably go with Matt. Matt Adams. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I'm tripping. And I say Matt Adams just because jumper cable. I feel like <laughs> always mic'd up. Always <laughs> mic'd up. But I feel like your bodyguard gotta know time and place. Like mm-hmm. your bodyguard gotta know like when not to be like super aggressive. Mm. And like I feel like Matt kind of controls his temper now a little good a little good. He, I know he got some some past stuff. You know, he <laughs> with, but because of his past stuff, I think he like yeah. I done tried him a few yeah. times just to see if he was if he, 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 he was good. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I, I go with Matt Adams, yo. Alright. I, 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 like like yeah, I like that one. Keep it in the LB room. Keep it in the LB room. I feel it. That's fair. All right, so next one we got, what is your favorite show to binge? And this is from oh, Hey Lisa. underscore Lisa Marie. Lisa Marie? Yeah. Okay. What's I'll your say, favorite uh, show right now? Netflix, right Hulu, now, Prime? Where you, where you at so with it? I'm doing two right now. Okay. I'm sort of jumping back and forth between uh, Top Boy and Suits. Oh, yeah, Top Boy. Top Boy. That's that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. That's that one. But, and Suits. But, suits, but suits, suits like, too. Like, when, when I just, like, don't want to really follow the storyline, like, I'm, I'm watching it. I'm on my phone. I put mm-hmm. Suits on. You know? Yeah. It's, like, it's cool. Suits, nine seasons. Yeah, Top Boy, three seasons. It's cool. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah I know JLK don't watch TV. So. What you got, JLK? Come on. He don't watch TV. I'm trying to find somebody used to watch. You know, I used to. <laughs> he don't watch TV, so. Everybody <laughs> like, man, I saw that. That was five yeah. years ago. Yeah. I done ran through that multiple times. <laughs> Yo, so, what you got? I, I like two. It was two shows. They were similar shows. Game of Thrones, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. And then uh, Vikings. I don't oh, know. Vikings. Yeah, Vikings. Vikings kind of slept on. Both of them joints. I watched both of them joints in like a couple of weeks time. I can see that. Yo, I can what, see that what, for you. What's Vikings like? Like How it's it, so it, it got a lot of like, tradition. Like Roman yeah. Empire yeah. Like it's not so like what they talking about on, on the internet right now is the Roman Empire. It's like kingdom, like all of that. It's like kingdom you know versus kingdom. Kingdoms, yeah. Like it's it's not arch, okay. but it's, it's dope. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's just a tradition to where like you'll see like, you know, women and men kind of like in their essence, yeah. you know. You know, protectors, and you know, you, you just got a lot of tradition in it, a lot of principles. You in like it. tradition, yeah. That's I, why I can see, yeah. I, I'm in love with royalty, 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 all of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Queens, yeah. Rooted in sisters, gotta that's be that. All, that's, though, like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Even with the sister, like you know. There you go. Like here you go. <laughs> you see me try to throw it out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm gonna expose you. Now. Don't, do, don't do that. All right, we can do, we can double up. <laughs> you got another one on there. Yeah, we got. Hey, we got one more. Go ahead. All right. I, 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 I uh, so this next one we got. What would you do if you weren't a football player? And this is from oh. Lou. Right, we just talked about that now. If you weren't a, I if mean, you weren't a ball player, don't say basketball either. Nah, I mean, don't say basketball. I mean, for me, like, I feel like I'm doing everything I want to do now. You know, I do photography. I do some styling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, everything I want to do, I'm doing it. So yeah, tell them yeah. boys, so, man, when when you hang them up, like stylists, I'm here. Oh, you already yeah. out of here. I'm, no, here. Here. I'm already, yeah, I'm already He's gone. You already tapped in. Yeah, He's I'm gone. Oh, true. Yeah. No, you oh. gone. Actually, actually got a gallery 
on the fifth in New York. Mm. Yeah, we going, we going, we going, we going. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying, stylish. But you got like, if you looking for you a stylist, you can holler at me now. But you talking to photos though? Yeah, yeah. I know. I be seeing you. Yeah. You said when you done playing, you out of here. I mean, you moving? I'm moving to London. London? Yeah, I can see that. That's where the fashion at. Well, that's where the NFL international headquarters are. Yeah. That photography, man, mm-hmm. took photography. off. Yeah. Yeah. Photography. No why, why photography? Got a good eye. Um, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really just, uh, I want to show people my unique perspective. Mm-hmm. We all got one. Mm-hmm. I just want to show my. Love that. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Basketball. Yeah, but you know, I'm balling. No, 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 for real. Basketball? Outside of that. I, I seen you hoop. See, you and got the answers that. on. Show, no, the, show, the, see, show the people the kids, man. I just beat up one. Nah, man. man. Hey, y'all. Shout out 7-5. Hey, this is a good Reebok fit, though. It's a nice little Reebok, man. Shout out, hey, y'all. Shout out. that out here? 1067. Hey, y'all sent that? No, this is when we was in high school, college. You know, we You still the same size? See, 14. It looks smaller. You talk about the suit. 14. This one's too new. I thought you had that. He tried you. Why he tried you? He, 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 he don't know he me at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Why you don't know that? <laughs> no, nah, I, I'll be a diplomat though. I think mm-hmm. like, I want to like be, you know, like in charge of, uh, of my own. Yeah, like I I, I want to be like like a peace, <laughs> like, peacemaker. <laughs> like like somebody that travels the country to country represent mm, my own your country. country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like, what you want to do. Yeah, I think that's hard. Like. But watch this. I think the most valuable job in the world is problem solving. Okay. Like, I, like I, I don't think it's a more valuable job than being a problem solver. Everybody got problems. Everybody got issues. I never know yeah, what you're you can say. identify them, but you don't I, know. I, how, I, if you don't know how to solve them, I never know what Jeremiah's gonna say. He surprised me every time. Every he, time. he got he got a gym. He <laughs> gonna say. I thought he was gonna say something. <laughs> yeah. I'll be saying too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Come on, hey, hey, come on. Some Drake. Give him the Drake. Give him that Drake we was working on. Huh? I <laughs> thought it'd make me all right, feel. All right, all right. Don't give him too much. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta say that. I gotta say it. I gotta say it. We ain't doing nothing for free. Hey. Too, boy. I already know what you're singing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, Jeremiah, he can't sing, though. Nah. I've been I looking. told my wife the other day, I said, I, you know, JOK can sing. First, that. I thought he was just, you know, dude. Yeah, he be trying to play around, but he really did. He had one note the other day. I said, Yeah, look. I walked in oh. the locker room. Oh. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cut oh, different. I appreciate that. Nah, I'm going to sign him. For sure. For sure, yeah. 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 You got to style me one time. Man. I got you, dude. Yeah. You know you're not going to wear nothing Obo tell you to put on. I'm going to send you the invoice. But Obo, that- <laughs> this is the thing Obo know my style. Yeah, no, no, no. So like See, the thing be about being a good stylist, you, you can't try to make people do yeah. what you want. Correct. Something that they can feel but comfortable But I need you one time yeah. to just come out with like a, yeah. a all hey, Rick or hey, a hey, 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 let, let, let me do one thing for you. Yeah, for real. Let's not let them get away from the question, though. If y'all won't play football, what would y'all be? That was for y'all. Yeah, but that was for y'all. Y'all on the mic. But this, we're going to get this before we leave, though, because I'm actually interested in this question. It's going to help me understand my brother more. Okay. I like we that. We already had this conversation. I can appreciate that. AWOL going to be a coach. That's a good That's a good alternative. But I think, I think he, he going to coach because he really understands the game. So I, I feel like he going to spread that knowledge, you know. I've been around the game a long, so a long time, so yeah. I, I can don't just, know like what that, else I, I can do like or something. I can just see you doing something <laughs> yeah, where, like, with football yeah, like, uh-huh. or with, with your sports. mind with football, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what else I would. Legendary. Bro, what would you Legendary, do? Legendary, no. There you go. OG, OG, come on now. You can know, we know you got some gems. Come on. Talk nah, to me. I ain't got nothing for y'all you know, boys, nah, man. Nah, nah, you know you what I'm saying? Cool. You gonna leave your brother with nothing? He got something. 
Come so on, you got bro. the HBCU shirt on? Yeah, you know? man. Thought it was fitting for the for the topic mm-hmm. today and the guys we had on set. Uh, I don't appreciate for that. me. Shoot. Uh, you know, I, I think I look good. I think I find myself on TV somewhere talking about the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, enjoy that. I do a lot of community work. So nonprofit space too. Uh, I feel like I found my my purpose. I can see you doing broadcast. Found my purpose. For sure. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, that was just a couple. You mm-hmm. was on NFL Network at the beginning of the year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you was yeah. a natural. Mm-hmm. I seen yeah. you on there. But knowledge? A lot there, of knowledge. Yeah, I was up there dropping games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, boy, one was Big mad knowledge. you didn't put him in your top five safety. <laughs> I know. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Hey. Hey. Dang. Nah, that's my guy, though. Come on, man. Hey. Goes. We all day. The one. Well, you got a chance to redeem yourself. Top five safety. Top five safeties. We ain't doing that. Don't put him yeah, in the Yeah, come on, like man. Come on. Come on. Every safety in the Browns uniform. That's it. Yeah. Like, you know, what That's else did he say? He wasn't That's on the field. He wasn't on the field. That's why I said, all you need. So he can say that. Like, I had just signed. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I tried to help I was him. giving Browns big love, though. I was, boy, I was yeah, putting this on every time. What you mean? Hold it down. You was. That boy, Baldy, over there talking. Come on, man. Gotta let him know. He biased. He was biased early. Nah. Now, Baldy, he came to the... He came yeah, to the Eagles practice. He was like, yeah, I see it. I mm-hmm. see it now. No, I no see doubt. it now, right? No doubt. I see it. We still got a long way to mm-hmm. go. But... No, we got to keep making them a believer. Yeah, no doubt. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, we're doing something right now. Let's okay. keep going. Mm-hmm. It's talking about y'all traditions at home. Traditions you know, at home. Nigerian and, you know, Ghana. What's your favorite tradition? Like Ooh, Nigerian, I gotta like Nigerian Ooh, I gotta tradition or just like my family tradition? Yours. What's your favorite that your family does, that you, you know. I'll tell you right now, mine was Christmas. Um, all my family getting together. That was, like, the only time we was all able to get together. So mm-hmm. that was pretty dope for me. Yeah. I'll say uh, sometimes my dad would just, like, have us all come downstairs. My dad, like, he loved music. Mm-hmm. So he'll, like, get one of his old tapes, some, like, some funky, groovy, like, disco music. And him and my mom would just be dancing. And we would all just be chilling, just listening to, like, old, like, Groovy like disco yeah. music. Mm-hmm. We used to just kick it and just like that's like growing up for as long as I, I can remember. I, I can remember like just me like being in that living room. My yeah. my parents just getting getting down. Getting that's funky. tough. That's yeah. tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, my mom may be a little uh, lopsided. I think one of my favorite traditions is like uh, our funeral rites. Actually, I knew he was gonna like no. That's what I'm <laughs> Like, you never know. Like, way up. But no, no, no. Like, listen, listen, listen now he's gonna take that. you there and bring you back. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That's why I say that, though. Like, <laughs> the funeral? I, I don't feel like we we honor the dead enough or okay. honor those who All transition right. okay. enough. Like, our funeral rites is like maybe some days mm. like, in Ghana. Like, it's a certain color, it's a certain energy. This certain is your music. favorite tradition? My favorite tradition because. Like you get to see like the true honoring, depending on of course you know who the, who the being is. Mm-hmm. Like the true honoring, of, like the transition from like life to life, like mm-hmm. not necessarily life to death. Like death. What do you yeah. mean? Yeah. Different, different yeah. perspective. Can you expand on that? Life to life. Life to life, as in like um, like time in in our sense is circular. Like it's linear too, but it may go like this. <laughs> Almost yeah. like a coil, right? Yeah. So like life to life is like you'll have one realm, which is our realm we in. And in the realm of those who have transitioned, transition. right? Um, and that's also another life, right? And their life can be another life, of course, while you name, uh, you know, a newborn after somebody who's passed. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it's almost like life to life, mm-hmm. right? So gotcha. I, I, that's my favorite tradition. I like it. Y'all? Yeah. yeah. 
He you, said you, Christmas. You always take me yeah. somewhere that I, I just you just don't yeah. know. I didn't know if you I wanted to know. go. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But you Chris, made it make sense. Mm-hmm. And you always bring yeah, it back. Yeah, That's what I told you. Take you there and bring you back. Bring you back. Yeah. All right. We appreciate y'all coming on. We want to thank the Cleveland Browns organization for giving us this platform. Sure. Miss Taylor Young. Taylor Young. Taylor Young. You know. T.Y. 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 Giving us our platform to, you know, just, you know, connect with our brothers, you know, out on off the field. You know, it's huge. You know, we get to know y'all personally. The fans get to know us. And I always wanna, appreciate Rob. I want to thank y'all for just coming up here doing this as players. It's, it's really big, you know. Y'all doing this before y'all done playing. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can, like, see y'all doing this after y'all done, so. Yeah. Not cool. much love, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Fire, everybody, man. man. Video producer. I learned, learned some today. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> we got to go on that trip, Rob. We, we up go. next. We up next. Yeah. Yeah. I got to. Yeah. We, got we to. on. You know what got they say? To. You on deck. You on deck. Just a reminder, you can get the Dogs Only podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You can hear from Joe Thomas, Joel Batonio, and Wyatt Teller in an episode. Uh, Our special teams coordinator, Bubba Ventrone, and his former teammate and Browns legend, Joe Hayden. And coming soon, our GM, Andrew Berry, joins the Dogs Only podcast as well. Some really great stuff coming out with the players, the coaches, the front office staff. Again, you can get the Dogs Only podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up after this timeout, an exclusive one-on-one interview with kicker Dustin Hopkins. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, a sports betting partner of your Cleveland Browns, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Dog Pound, stop by the team shop at Cleveland Browns Stadium Saturday, October 14th and grab your limited edition Browns branded milk bone box. Inventory is limited. Make sure you secure this exclusive box of treats for your pup from the official pet treat partner of the Cleveland Browns. For more information, check out the Cleveland Browns Facebook events page. Now, an exclusive interview. Nathan Zagura, our new kicker who has been outstanding here so far in 2023, Dustin Hopkins. Have a listen. Dustin, first of all, happy birthday to you. How old are you now? I was 33 yesterday. Oh, 
Larry Bird, a little 33 action for you. There you go. Nice. It's celebrated in a nice way. A little 53-yarder, boom, right through the uprights. I said on the broadcast, I said, it's his birthday, but he's handing out presents to Browns fans, folks. <laughs> That's something I'll let you say. If I say it, you know, it doesn't come off as good. With a voice like yours, you know, it's much better coming from you. <laughs> so what's it been like being here? Four games, obviously some ups and downs for the team. You've been very steady, 8-9 on the season, 3-3 three of three from 50-plus. One more 50-yarder, I'll tie your career high for a season. You know, how have you been feeling kicking in a place that – a lot of people say is very difficult to kick and you have not missed at Cleveland Brown Stadium. Um, it, it always feels a lot better when it, things are going your way. You know what I mean? It just is the way it is. And uh, I feel like, you know, Charlie and Corey have been awesome for me. So anytime I can get good looks at the ball, it makes my job a lot easier and they've been awesome. Um, so that's, that's been great. And then, um, yeah, I, I always kind of take the mantra of you're never as good as people say you are when you're like on your on a high sure. and you're never as bad as people say you are when you're on a low so I, I try to stay right in the middle and uh it's it's great to be at a place that you know obviously being traded for you feel like you're wanted and uh been a lot of organizations at this point and I feel like and, and even as a team like you said we've had some ups and some downs but I feel like everybody's pulling in the same direction uh and that's what you have to have to even begin to start to have a successful team so uh, I just appreciate that everybody has a common goal and we're working toward that. And hopefully, you know, like I said, that just gives you a chance of success. It doesn't always guarantee you success. Sure. So um, I, I just feel like we're giving ourselves a chance. So that's the hope. What's it been like you come into a new situation? You're a veteran kicker. You've kicked, as you said, in a few places around this league. You come in. How much does, you know, going to a new special teams coordinator, does that affect what necessarily you do? Kind of what's your relationship been like with Bubba? And does he kind of say, hey, go do your thing? Or how does that kind of go? Yeah, I mean, it depends. It depends where you are and what the coach's style is. Me and Bubba have got along from the jump. Um, I think a lot of that is just open communication when you first get in somewhere of, hey, what are your expectations of me? Uh, here are a couple expectations I have of you. And then open communication of if, if uh, some of those expectations aren't being met or maybe something wasn't communicated on the front end of uh, communicating that. So, so it's been great so far, and I feel like we both have a good rapport working together so far. And uh, he's been very, I don't know, uh, good about telling me, hey, here's the result we want. And you tell me what's best for you and how to do that. And I, I think that's, it's always good to, to, uh, to have a coach that is clear in what he wants but isn't overly micromanaging you on how to do it. So it's, it's good. Yeah, and especially when you're going good. And, and it feels like right now, you know, you hear kickers talk all the time about if they hit an A ball, B ball, C ball. It feels like you're hitting a lot of A balls because, I mean, these are high, deep, right down the pipe kicks that you've been hitting. Do you feel that way as well? Yeah, it's, it's nice when the A balls are the ones you hit in games. I, I, you know, if you kick long enough, I say this about warm-ups all the time, but I'll just – actually, I'll say what I say. When you play long enough, some people, it's – you have an amazing warm-up. Like, you're on, and then all of a sudden in a game, a couple don't go your way, or one doesn't go your way, and that might be the only kick you missed out of the, the 35 balls you hit all day, which is unfortunate. Yep. And then other times you have warm-ups that are horrible, and you nail it in the game. And then you have somewhere in between. And so you can, after you play for long enough, regardless of what the warm-up looks like, you feel like, hey, I'll, turn it, I'll try to turn it on in the game and do the best I can. And that's all you can ask of yourself at any position. So I do feel like I've been very, you know, Thank, thank the Lord that my A balls have been the ones that have been showing up in games. So that's like I said, it's always nice when that's the way it works out. 
Yeah, you know, and, and you've made these 50 yarders look pretty easy. I've seen you making a warm-up. So I'm pretty sure I saw you make a 65 yarder a couple weeks ago. You know, what do you feel comfortable with your range? Because you look at historically, you are so good inside of 50. I mean, one of the best ever inside of 50 yards. And that had been kind of the question, right? Around 50%, which is still really good on a 50-yard field goal. But you're three for three, and these are all just pipe jobs. Um, yeah, I, th I think for me, distance is never – or leg strength – this narrative, I think, has come up over time. Like you said, uh, over 50s, maybe not as being a high percentage as I'm capable of, sure. which is unfortunate, you know, and I obviously... By the way, though, that was also... That skewed early in your career. You've been much better lately from over 50. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, I didn't take any offense to that or anything. No, 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 I didn't take it that way. Um, not my narrative, not my... <laughs> no... But I think part of that is uh, the leg strength issue has never been an, a thing for me. It's not that the ball's not getting there. Right. Usually it's that there's movement on it or something to that nature. So um, anytime I can be hitting a straight A ball, like I feel very confident from a long way away. It's just a matter of, hey, you got to hit a straight ball, which that's the, that's the trick, isn't it? You know, so. Um, Talk to the golfers. Golfers, all the golfers listening are nodding. They're like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah we know. They get it. You know, it went. I think it's funny. You hear it all the time, the golf analogies. And the longer I play, the more I buy into how similar the mental game and the aspect of just, hey, you set up in a way to hit your A ball. And hopefully if you miss it a little bit, you're good enough to where your B and C ball is still manageable. Yeah. And that's the hope. Yeah. Do you play a lot of golf? No, not at all. None? Not Zero? At all. I, play, I play maybe three times a year. Okay. Yeah. It's, as funny as it sounds... I would read on in the news all these golfers having back issues, and then you see kickers, older kickers, and they you might have like back spasms or pitchers, all these unilateral athletes. And so, uh, as funny as it sounds, I was like, I'm gonna hang up the clubs for the most part, and not play all the time, and I'll play as much as I want when I'm retired. Yeah. And I didn't want to get hurt playing golf, so I kind of. Not completely hung it up, but I don't play nearly as much as I'd like. All right. Well, there'll be time for that. There'll yeah, be time yeah. for that. You'll get you'll get that in there. But you mentioned something. So golf's what I played in college. That was that's my best long my lever. sport. Yeah, long levers. So I can hit the ball a little bit. But you know, you, the, I was listening. You talk about the warming up, and that's true. You go on the range and you're smoking. And a lot of people are great on the range, and then when you got to actually do it, it can go in a, a very direction. How do you stay focused throughout a game? Because I think you know, you think about the time that you stand over a golf ball. To start your swing to hitting the ball is very quick. Your actual action on your field goals is what two seconds, maybe? Yeah, you get it off in one, two, five. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> not long. So you are have to be locked in for a couple of seconds each week. The mental, like, what are you kind of walk, take me through your routine on the sideline during a game? Maybe when we don't have the ball, what are you doing to kind of stay locked in, or do you kind of let yourself just relax? And then when we get the ball, then you kind of go into something. Yeah, I think if, if I'm talking to a younger player, a kicker, usually I'll tell them that I found, I've found that you can't stay focused for five hours straight. Your mind gets tired, and then when it time, the time comes to actually really lock in, you're not as sharp as you could be. Yep. So on the sidelines, I'm not over there goofing around, like being a distraction to the team, but I'm not like sitting there locked in, not talking to anybody. or like I, I like having conversations. I like kind of seeing how the flow of the game is going. Uh, shoot, we could be talking about anything over there. Yeah. Uh, but being relatively relaxed, and then when the time comes, is like, hey, we're on a drive, where it looks like we're going to be in scoring position, you're hitting some into the net, and then uh, when that third down hits, that's when I kind of like do my final strap up, the chin strap, 
and it's kind of like a, I don't know, a, a phase two lock-in, if you will, that more focused than I am normally, but I'm still not like fully locked in. And then when you're, when you're lining up for that kick, I think, and I don't even overly think about it too much. It kind of just happens where, uh, I don't know, everything kind of semi disappears. Yeah. And sometimes it happens so fast. I don't even remember the full operation or what the ball looked like. It's almost just like it happens. So, uh, yeah, I, th I think there's like different levels of focus that you have to be in and, uh, yeah, you can't exhaust yourself trying to yeah. be, trying to be locked in for five hours. You just can't do it. And so when the other team has the ball, I'll be riding the bike. I think the trick is really staying warm as opposed to trying to mentally lock in for all that time. That makes a lot of sense. Do you do a lot of visualization? Like when you go out there, are you looking up and trying to visualize the ball going through or do you kind of just trust the process in terms of what you do physically to do it? I don't, I'm not visualizing the actual ball going through when I step up there but I am looking at where I want the ball to end up. I'll try to find a spot and be like kind of a last mental cue of telling myself like, that's where I want the ball to go. Yeah. So, so, so I do in golf, yeah, I'll pick yeah. out that tree, yeah, the tree back there. All right. That's my line. Yeah, exactly. Picking out your line. And that's, that's, you couldn't have said it better. Just like in golf. Hey. All right. What do you think about icing the kicker? Does it work? Does it not work? Obviously it didn't work in Pittsburgh. Take some of that Tomlin, but is that something that you think about? I would think about this way. Like, you're great at what you do. You are one of the 32 people in the world that have your job. You're obviously elite at it. You're going to give me two shots at it. If I make the first one, I'm going to feel very confident I'm making the second one. And if I happen to miss it on the iced one, I'm like, there's no way I'm missing twice, right? I mean, I, I, sometimes I don't, I don't quite get it, maybe. I don't know. No, uh, it's funny. People are going to be like, what do you mean you don't think about it? But I don't put that much thought into it either way. I just don't care. It's just it's a matter of I literally go out there and I try to set myself up mentally to the, the mental keys I have to make me successful. Yeah. And then after that, I just, I don't care either way. And I don't put much thought into whether I've made one or missed one. It. It's just, it is what it is. And, and that, I think in that way, I purposely try to uh, be semi aloof to stuff, to not, right. to, to not make things things right. as that's a, Keep you know, not a very pointed statement. Have you enjoyed Cleveland? Because I would imagine that, you know, maybe out in LA, what the kicker's doing is maybe not as big of a deal to people, not because of the football team, just because it's L.A. in general. But here in Cleveland, they are locked into everything that you do. And I think it's great for I'm up in the booth. I know immediately that you've made it because they are going bonkers the second the ball leaves your foot. I look down to that end zone and they're all like, ah, let's go. So I'm like, all right, that one's good again. Let's go. Do you like that? Oh, I love it. This, this fan base, even, even before I was here, there's a respect for the Cleveland fan base just because – and I hate to even bring this up, but the lack of production from years past sure. um, from, from the organization. Yeah. And so uh, for the fan base to be as dedicated as they are still, it's like, it's a testament to them. And so even, even yesterday, my parents, after we left the game, this was their first home game they'd been to here. And uh, they, they mentioned that they were like, Man, I don't know if they get to come again. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just, I said, I don't know if they get to come again. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I might have to tell them, hey, that's, that's the last one. No, no. Um, no, I'm not very superstitious, but maybe you are. Yeah, yeah. Not at all. No. <laughs> so, uh, oh, one of their statements was, man, even after the game kind of wasn't going the way we wanted to, like, it, we had people leaving, but not at the rate that uh, other places I've been sure. that that has happened. Yeah. You know, so, so it's, uh, once again, it's a testament to them. And I'm glad, like I said, to be in a place where uh, – people want me to be yeah. but at the same time when things are going good that's how it goes yeah. and when things are going bad uh usually it flips quickly 
and Maybe. rightfully so. It's like we're, we're in a result-oriented business, and uh, I don't promise people that I'm going to make everyone, but I do promise people that I, I do the very best I can with every rep I can, and that's all I can ask myself or my teammates. And, uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to try to do. So yours is the most ultimate binary business there is, right? There are no bad kicks that go in, and there are no good kicks that don't. Black and white, very black and white. You know, some of my best contacted balls have been misses. And that's what makes this game so frustrating sometimes as a kicker. And very rarely, it happens. I've seen it happen and I've had it happen a couple times. You get a bad struck ball that like sneaks in. Most often it's a, it's a well struck ball that just falls off a line or something, so. Exactly. All right, bye week for you. What do you do? You're gonna get out of town, take a little decompression. How do you kind of approach that to enjoy yourself, reset here? It's an early bye week, but then also come back ready to go against the Niners. Sure. Um, I'll go home to home base now is Nashville. And so I'll spend some time with my wife and son. That's where they are. Uh, my son's a school age, so okay. he stays in school over there. And uh, so I'll go spend some time with the family, which is awesome. Such a such a gift to me that I get to go do that. And then uh, I'll keep the same workout routine, basically. And then I might t turn the reps down on kicking a little bit, you know, just to give my, my legs some life on the back half of this long stretch of the season. And uh, I'll still hit, but it'll be lighter than a normal week. And then come back ready for uh, Monday to hit again and uh, come in with a full swing for the Niners. So, and it's, like I said, a after a week like that, everybody wants to get that taste out of their mouth. And so, especially on a bye week, it just, it lasts even longer. So, uh, you know, hopefully we'll come back ready to work and uh, get the taste out of our mouth. Dustin, thanks so much for the time. Again, happy birthday. Enjoy your time with your family and uh, look forward to seeing you back here kicking those balls through the uprights against the Niners. Hey, appreciate you. Coming up next on a special Friday edition of Cleveland Browns Daily Bi-Week Edition, you'll hear from our head coach, Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski. He sits down with Nathan Zagura and Gerard Cherry. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, a sports betting partner of your Cleveland Browns, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Pet Supplies Plus is giving you the chance to win tickets to home games all season long while providing the best deals for your pet at over 75 stores throughout Ohio. Enter to win at clevelandbrowns.com slash petsuppliesplus and receive a coupon to use at your local store with your entry. Pet Supplies Plus, proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Before we get away for the weekend, here's a chance to hear from Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski. This is from last night's Kevin Stefanski show. He sits down with Nathan Zagura and Gerard Cherry. Coach, two and two, tough one, obviously, against the Baltimore Ravens. As you get this bye week, it's early, although in this case it actually feels like it came at a pretty good time to get some people healthy and, and ready to go. What's kind of your take on the first quarter of this season? Yeah, I mean, you're two and two. It's the classic Bill Parcells. You are what your record says you are, so – uh, you can't play the, well, we could do this or we could be that. So you're two and two, which means you're inconsistent. We, we've done some really good things, uh, and then we've done some things that don't allow you to win football games. And, and obviously the giveaways are really the, the main culprit there, things that we're going to focus on. But uh, there's a lot to build off of, and I think this point in the season where it's early, but it gives us an opportunity to take a breath, look at everything, and then come out ready for the long haul. And, Coach, one of the things that I've been tasked with doing since Sunday is, and you don't need me to do it, but to be apologetic for what took place on Sunday, and obviously the outcome was not what we wanted it to be. But with that in mind, with what took place from a play-calling standpoint, 
what was the thought process behind how you approach the game? Because I'm getting questions left and right of why don't we run the ball more? Why don't we temper it down because of the inexperience of DTR? And what are your thoughts about those questions? Yeah, that's a good question, Gerard. Anytime you don't get the results you want, you look at all those things. Uh, you, you look at play calls, you look at play designs, all of that. Uh, so there's certainly things that I wish we, we could have done differently. Uh, you know, you go into that game with a plan, uh, knowing that you have to adjust. You have to adjust to the players that are available to you. And we, me, all of us, we just didn't do a good enough job. How challenging is it for a young quarterback? Obviously, you're in your first start. That is, that's a part of it, right? But when the quarterback of the defense is Roquan Smith, because it just feels like that makes it even more of a challenge to work the middle of the field, to have, you know, the veterans would try to, you know, you lose their eyes a little bit longer to create that space to throw some of those digs. Does, did that make it tougher, do you think, for a young quarterback having a, an experienced Mike like that on the other side? Well, yeah, of course. Having, I mean, that's a good defense. Uh, yeah. You know, you know, those linebackers, that's probably the best tandem there is in the game. Uh, so they're obviously going to be all over quarterback eyes uh, in their zones. Um, and, and yeah, we, we obviously didn't do a good enough job on Sunday. Uh, it's disappointing, but uh, we, we really have to learn from it. It's, it's a painful one, but you got to learn from that one. Based upon what has taken place in the first four games, from an identity standpoint, where are you hoping that this team will eventually evolve into and what you want to say is Cleveland Browns football? Yeah, I think you've seen it on display this year at times. Uh, I think you kind of know the style of offense and certainly the style of defense that we're playing right now. You know, defensively, we've played really, really good football. And mm -hmm. even in that Baltimore game, I think we played winning football. Uh, you know, Coach Schwartz and, and the defense would tell you, that, you know, we shouldn't give up those drives in the second quarter. But uh, truth is, we played really good. So we need to make sure that we are being consistent on all three sides of the ball. And, and you know, going back to the, the giveaways, it just – you know, I think we're minus seven. It's it's hard to win in this league uh, when you do that. So, uh, it's a it's a constant uh, point that we're going to make uh, when we get the players back in and, and throughout this rest of the season. You're going to have fumbles. You're going to have interceptions. We, we just need to make sure that we're not uh, doing it multiple times in these games. Yeah, I mean, if, if if the one stat you knew about the 2023 Cleveland Browns was after four games that you'd lost a turnover battle in all four, you'd lost it by two and three of the four, and we're negative seven at this point. Two and two sounds pretty good honestly given that that is a tough way to play football you said you're going to stress it i'm sure you guys are going to work on that it's not been really the hallmark this team 13 and 2 under you when they do not turn the football over so that's critical this offense and we're sitting here in the studio they just unveiled this beautiful tapestry uh, of nick chubb he, he is not coming back this year so this offense does it have to shift and i felt like it did a little bit in the tennessee game too this is Deshaun's offense now, and at times we're going to throw to open up the run, as, whereas in the past we probably ran to, to open up the throw. Yeah, I think those are all gradual, and I think it's something that you even look back at, at these games. The Tennessee game was uh, probably a good indication of, of the balance that we can have. We did not run the ball like we expect to in that game, and, and certainly we want to get our run game going. So uh, we're never going to just completely be a, a – uh, pass outfit only or a run outfit only we want to have balance in everything we do so uh, we want to make sure we're running it more efficiently uh, that certainly than we have in the last two and coach we talk so much about x's and o's <clears throat> and its importance obviously you have to execute but the mental component of the game what are you telling the guys as far as the importance of playing clean football the importance of having a physical mindset and what does that sound like what do you feel that look like in the course of week of practice to know that the team is ready to go once they hit the field on sunday 
Yeah, I think a lot of that you, you establish in, in your off season and in, in your mentality, and then you really you you rely on the veterans in in our building in our locker room, and and I see guys that uh, played with great effort, play a physical brand of football, uh, and then it's been a resilient bunch. You know, we, we've bounced back a couple times when we've stumbled a bit here, and that's got to be the mindset moving forward. Is is you have to be a resilient bunch. Look around the NFL. I mean, look at some of the things that go on in this league. Uh, that it's tough, it, it's hard, uh, and there's going to be times when you got to band together, and I think we've done it, uh, got to continue to do it coming out of this bye. When you look at Elijah Moore, he was a guy that we were all so excited coming out of training camp, and, and certainly, you know, he had nine catches against Tennessee, but is there, as part of this, do you look back and say, all right, should we maybe just treat him more like a receiver? Because it feels like when he's running receiver routes, he's been able to create a lot of separation, get open. You want to get the ball in his hands, and I understand that he's a weapon. You've lost a guy in the backfield, and Nick Chubb was we talked about. But how do you kind of evaluate, you know, what you've gotten out of Elijah Moore, how he's been utilizing the effectiveness of that through four games? Yeah, I think it's obvious we want to get more out of him. Yeah. Uh, you know, no pun we don't. <laughs> there you go. We don't consider him a one position player. He's sure. somebody that we can line up all over. So putting him in the backfield at times, if we feel like the matchup is right, we'll do that. But. Uh, he's a kid that I've, we've always talked about, can win outside, can win inside. Uh, so we're excited about what he can do moving forward. And obviously we do want to feature him in this offense. Let's talk about Chief. Obviously a scary accident happens the night before. You have no idea if he's for him to go out there and play the way that he did under those circumstances. You already knew how much you liked him, how he's developed as a blocker, become a real complete tight end that doesn't always show up. What, he's do, what he means this team doesn't always show up in terms of the number of catches, his game flow sometimes. But what did that tell you about him and his leadership and his maturity and who he's become as a Cleveland Brown? Yeah, it was unbelievable. It's, you know, I'm so disappointed to lose that game because uh, it gets lost in the shuffle, what he was able to do. Uh, man, uh, if if you could have seen him, uh, it, it's unbelievable. Uh, I, I can't – it's hard to put into words, honestly. Um, but his teammates saw it. His teammates appreciate it. And, Gerard, you know this. When, when you're in that locker room and you see guys playing through an injury like that, which was just – uh, I mean, crazy just to look at. Um, it, it was impressive. Um, and that's Dave. You know, he he, he said right away that he, he gave me the thumbs up. He got the helmet on on Sunday, which was uh, as crazy as this sounds. It was We weren't sure how that was going to feel right? for him. Uh, but he got the helmet on and came over to my office and gave me the thumbs up. It was incredible. Yeah, it certainly was. Uh, next level toughness, and guys have nothing but utmost respect for when a guy puts the sacrifice out like that. Coach, far as – Getting Sunday out, you started the interview talking about the need to just obviously be steady. And one of the things I appreciate about your approach to coaching is that you are steady. I watch you on the sideline. You don't get disheveled or anything like that. How, moving forward, do you express to the guys that, hey, we're 2-2. Two and two. There's a lot of season left to play, obviously. But we have to keep that sense of urgency that we can't let these games slip away as well. Without a doubt. And, and I don't, you know, I think these guys are pros. They know that. We still talk about it, though. Uh, you know, that's the frustrating part of two and two, being inconsistent, winning, then yeah. losing, winning, then losing. We want, we don't want to do that. We want to stack these things together. But uh, every game has a sense of urgency. There, there's uh, this league, as, as we talked about earlier, there's no easy outs. It just doesn't exist. And every single game requires you to bring everything you have. Uh, and our guys understand that. Uh, I think we have a veteran team. We have guys that uh, – we have leaders in this football team that express that uh, to our guys, and, and I think that's that's what coming out of this bye will be. It's it's the long haul, but we're looking to go 1-0. we got the Niners at home, and, and that's all we can control right now. 
How's Deshaun Watson? Deshaun's good. You know, I'm, I'm disappointed for him. He's very, very disappointed. Uh, you know, it, it's just a shame that he wasn't able to play. And, you know, I, I just admired he, – he put himself around the clock to try and make it to that game. I mean, in the building, outside the building, constantly trying to work on his body. He just – he couldn't drive the football. And, uh, you know, he was – it was tough. And, and I, I know he was confident. We were confident that he'd be able to make it. But – until he got out there and really tried to throw it, it was it was uh, it was obvious that he just didn't have it. Um, couldn't you know anybody kind of watching that workout kind of saw it. Ten yards. Yeah, and, and it's uh, it's unfortunate. So uh, that killed him, you know, just not being out there with the team. But uh, I'm confident with the time off, with the bye coming, where it is uh, that he'll be able to to bounce back. Do you kind of have a, in your mind uh, we need to see you throw by Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Yeah, yeah, I think with, with all these, you have to take injuries. Uh, number one, you have to take them day by day, and then you have to take it case by case and see how he responds. Uh, you know, the one I think about week one, uh, Juan Thornhill made a huge push to try to make it to week one, and we brought him out there for a pregame warm-up, and it was obvious to all of us that Juan couldn't go. He couldn't burst, you know, couldn't do his job. And this was a very similar situation with Deshaun, and, and I think it's just so – we were all so disappointed. He was so disappointed – um, but then he, he bounced back and, and was a great teammate on Sunday trying to help Dorian in any way. Uh, but we'll just we'll monitor it day by day like you do. But I do think, obviously, time uh, off will help. Yeah. Coach, thank you so much for the time. Enjoy your time off. I'm sure you'll be deep in the film room, but hopefully you can get away, decompress for a second, get ready to go for what will be a long stretch, 13 more games here to wrap up this Cleveland Browns season. Thanks for the time, and uh, best of luck two Sundays. Well, we'll get to say that to you again before you take <laughs> on the Niners. I appreciate it, guys. All right, maybe a little ill Rion for your little pizza <laughs> here in go. the bye week. As the guys like to say, so much more to come. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Bally Bet, a sports betting partner of your Cleveland Browns, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. OBM, the preferred provider of copiers and document services for the Cleveland Browns, they can tackle any size office. Call 216-485-2000 or visit ohiobusinessmachines.com. I'm Jason Gibbs. It's a special Friday bye week edition of Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybet. We hope you've enjoyed it. We are back live with you on Monday. We turn the page to the San Francisco 49ers, arguably the best team in the National Football League one week from Sunday. They will be here at Cleveland Browns Stadium. It promises to be an outstanding game and a true test for this football team as we see where this team is as we get ready for week number six in the NFL, week number five for your Cleveland Browns. We will be back with you on Monday. Enjoy your bye week weekend. I know the weather's not so great, but I think something tells me you could all find something fun to do over the next couple days. We're back with you on Monday. The next level is next. Thanks for listening, everybody. The Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet, a sports betting partner of your Cleveland Browns, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN 850 WKNR.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 